1: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views
0: and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
2: Would you like to know how to make better decisions for your business, your people, or yourself? Do you want to recognize when you make errors of judgment that cause the quality of your decisions to drop? And when you are moving away from, not closer to, your goal? Welcome to Because There's More with Laura Ellis. For the next hour, Laura and her guests will share experiences and insights that will challenge and stretch your thinking, help you recognize your biases, and ultimately guide you towards more predictable and accurate decisions. You'll walk away from this show feeling better informed, more inspired and a lot more confident about your next big decision. Now, here's your host, Laura Ellis.
3: Hi, I'm Laura Ellis, and this is Because There's More, the show that takes a closer look at decision-making. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome and thank you for joining our seventh show. Because There's More is the show of, it's a public information channel for TAP, the organization I founded in uh, 2013 as a virtual advisory board that focuses on helping businesses grow by making um, by supporting the executives make better business decisions. The concept I created is a unique concept that is based ultimately on the amazing expertise and experience of our advisors, uh, what they bring to the table, so you, our listeners, and all our clients can tap into this amazing resource on demand and make better business decisions. Today, as in the previous episodes, you will hear from another tab advisor. Yet, unlike the other times, the experiences shared by today's guest couldn't be more different than yours, unless, of course... You speak five languages. You were once Miss Belgium, and today you work as a government consultant in a formerly communist country. But before I tell you more about today's guest, let me thank first the three tab advisors who shared their insights, their wisdom, their experience in our first shows. Rochelle Oakley, president and CEO of JabbaCat Distribution, Inc., Ann Comer, who's a principal of Comer Exchange, and Mathav Munusami, a seasoned professional with very deep expertise and proven track record in lean methodologies application to enhance customer satisfaction and drive uh, business growth. Please make sure to go back to those episodes, including my own interview on decision-making, um, because you will find there um, great content. And I am convinced, I have no doubt, that you will find new insights that will help you make uh, better decisions. I have to tell you, I have been, and I will continue to study those episodes myself with a fine-tooth comb. So today, it's a privilege and an honor to introduce my guest, Anne-Marie Ilie. Welcome to the show, Anne.
1: Good morning, Laura. Thank you for having me on your show today.
3: It is my absolute pleasure, and um, I couldn't ask you to tell uh, the listeners how you and I met because you're far too young to remember, and I don't want everyone to know how old I am. But um, you are the niece of my best friend Ella, and our your aunt and my friend mm-hmm. still live in Romania. <clears throat> And the last memory I had of you before we met again just two years ago was when you were about eight years old and you were visiting from, from Belgium. And that was the last time I saw you till I saw you two years ago. So um, I had no idea um, when you were eight years old that you and I would be collaborating in this capacity and that you uh, will become uh, the amazing young lady and successful young lady uh, you are today. But let me introduce you. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure yeah. to to be talking to. And just to let people know, Anna Marie is uh, mm-hmm. calling from Romania, yes. and um, the line may be somewhat if we have problems or tef- technical difficulties, or if you hear any background noise, it's because she has joined the show after a very important meeting. And uh, but we'll do our best to uh, to keep the quality up. So okay. I'm going to tell people more about you, Anne. Mm-hmm. So um, Anne-Marie is a talented, intelligent and beautiful young woman whose life experiences have shaped her approach to problem solving, decision making, and basically have allowed her to succeed in very challenging and unknown environments and circumstances. Today, she leverages all her experiences, and she will tell you more how she does so, uh, to employ them in her problem solving and um, uh, become successful in a society that it's still going through a lot of changes and it's still in, in turmoil in Romania. She speaks five languages, which she employs very effectively by uh, dealing with governments or organizations from different countries in the European Union. Um, And um, she has uh, access to a lot of uh, very powerful and wealthy um, individuals. And in spite of that, her young age and uh, her smarts uh, and ability to interact effectively with people from different cultures allow her to uh, succeed. So let me welcome you again uh, to the show. And let me thank you now officially for agreeing to be uh, one of the TABS advisors. Um, It's my pleasure, Laura. It's my pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Excellent. So I know, that, I know you, you agreed to be one of the Tab
1: advisors. Uh, what made you say yes? Well, um, first of all, uh, Tab is a con- concept I didn't meet before. I do business in Belgium and in other countries in Europe. And the approach of Tab is brand new. I said yes because I think I can offer Tab a plus value. Um, I do business on a very different level. And I'm trying to implement my know-how that I gathered in Belgium, here in Romania. So I can help people understand how business with um, different public authorities works. How you can succeed doing business with the government, for example. Just an example that I gave.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And yes. so in your view, um, what is the value that TAB brings? Uh, you know, what does it do for, for
1: businesses or clients that we work with? Well, um, TAP um, is a vehicle uh, that offers support on two different levels um, when you're doing business. First of all, uh, we are all people and we need um, guidance in our life um, day by day. Um, and second of all, uh, when you're doing business, you need right guidance to make your business a, a success. Um, it's really not enough uh, that you have the right know-how to conclude um, a business transaction. The human interaction is extremely important. And without the uh, right guidance in interacting with other people, with your business partner, uh, the transaction can fail. Yeah. So for me, the conclusion is that um, having only the right know-how is not enough. It's not a guarantee that you will succeed in doing business. It's not a guarantee you will have success if you don't have the right guidance when you interact with, all, with, with your business partners. Yeah, That's my point of view. Yeah.
3: yeah. And you know, you're, you're an old soul. You're a very wise young woman. And this is an amazing opportunity. My pleasure. It's an amazing opportunity for me to uh, show people that uh, the more diversity of thinking you bring into decision making, the more likely you are to achieve better um, conclusions, to make better choices, because young people like yourself mm-hmm. bring a, a fresh, different perspective yes. to how things are done. Um, you know that. The company and the show, it's all about decision making. So in every show so far, I've introduced uh, a a statement or a fact about uh, decision making. And the other day I was sharing with a client of mine uh, who gets often interrupted at work Mm -hmm. uh, to attend to different tasks. Then one of the significant discoveries of uh, cognitive psychologists in recent decades is that switching from one task to another is extremely effortful effortful, uh, especially under time uh, pressure. And the opposite is also true. We can do several things at once, but only if they're easy and undemanding. And and it reminded me that um, I always say I'm not a good multitasker. Uh, So that reinforced the fact that I get so involved in every task that I do to switch from one uh, to another, it's almost impossible for me. Like I, I, I find it very difficult. So this kind of explain, explanation um, made me feel better about my inability to multitask. How does yeah. that resonate for you? The fact that yeah. you can only do things if they're very um, undemanding?
1: Well, um, it's interesting to say, but it reminds me of how easy it was for me uh, learning new languages when I moved to Belgium, when I was still a kid. Yeah. It, was, um, it, was, it was very easy. Um, I don't remember the moment when I learned the languages. It was um, very, it, 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 it uh, happened very, very uh, fast. So I can remember the moment. Somehow I woke up and I spoke all the languages. Yeah. It's, it's it's funny to say, but that's how it was. Yeah,
3: and and you know, for people who don't know, there, there are three official languages in uh, in Belgium, yes. right? Flemish, yes. French, French, and,
1: and, and German. And, and, right. And Ger-
3: right. Yes. Did you did you learn them all at the same time, or was there like?
1: No, well, um, first I have to tell you something so your listeners know um, that I left Romania when I was uh, five years old. So um, integrating in a new society was an involuntary process. I don't remember um, the exact moment when I started speaking Flemish, um, but it was, um, it was so um, instant. It was like you wake up speaking Flemish. And um, after a few months, uh, when we arrived in Belgium, I started going to primary school. And in my first year, Laura, I finished as one of the best students uh, in that year. So the Flemish language became my new mother language, yeah. if you understand what I mean. Yeah, so Romania totally. was not anymore, um, was not anymore the, um, my, my mother language because we spoke only Flemish at home. So um, the other languages, French and German, I learned during primary school. And even now, I have to say, I think in Flemish, even though I was born in Romania, I I think I I, uh, calculate in Flemish. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that,
3: that, that's amazing. Um, um, you know, it's you know, it's interesting uh, to me because I, uh, um, w- when you and I uh, meet and speak in Romanian, um, uh, people, people tell us both, both that, that we have an accent. Like, I yes. definitely hear your accent, but I obviously don't hear mine. Right. So it's very, very interesting. <laughs> Can you tell us more? What was it like to integrate as a child? I mean, it sounded uh, it sounds like it was so, so natural. Like, you suddenly fell your of everything, what are your early memories that that stayed well, with
1: you? Yeah. Well, um, I don't remember a lot of um, of, of my uh, childhood in Romania because it was very it was very short. What I do remember is my childhood in in, in Belgium. So um, I know um, I, I remember the moment when I when I went uh, the first time to school. Um, I know the moment when I made my my first friend. So I have a lot of memories, but, memories, but somehow uh, the memories uh, from Romania um, are disappeared. Are 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 not. Um, anymore in my memory. So um, I only have memories, good memories from my Belgium um, childhood. So that's very interesting. That's great. And
3: And, um, uh, I know that we're about four and a half minutes Mm -hmm. to the break. Um, But how about you start telling us about uh, your um, Miss Belgium experience and then we can pick it up after the break.
1: Okay, so (laughs) that's a long story, believe me. Um, well, in 2005, a good friend of mine who was a law student as well as me, um, she participated at the Miss Belgium contest. So, um, she wanted to become uh, a political person in Belgium and, um, getting, um, getting, um, in the contest, Miss Belgium, Miss Belgium, she thought she could reach a career, um, in in the political life. Well, She didn't win the contest, but somehow she said to me, why don't you try um, to uh, participate to the contest? Because maybe you will have the opportunity to uh, meet a lot of um, a lot of person. So in 2006, I sent uh, the organizer of Miss Belgium um, my CV and I was very lucky and they approved my candidacy. So, uh, during seven months, um, I had to prepare myself for the crown. We had a lot of activities, we and we meet a lot of uh, persons. So, um, I want to say that uh, the beauty contest, Miss Belgium, is not really a beauty contest. It's not, uh, it's not a simple beauty contest. Um, you have to prove yourself what you know, uh, that you know all the languages, that you have a good uh, knowledge about history, political uh, facts. You know... Um, um, it, it's more than a beauty contest. You can prove yourself. You can you can show the world that you don't have to be pretty. Um, not only pretty, that you can be more than that. So, um, in October 2007, uh, 2007, I won the crown. And, you know, my parents, my family, they were all very proud of me. Of course. And, yeah, yes. And because I was a Romanian girl, um, being um, Miss Belgium so it was really a news flash on the Belgium television yeah. um, and during that year um, I got in contact with the most important businessmen, also politicians of Belgium Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. can I ask you a, a
3: quick to... question yeah, uh, Yes. just please. before the break do you remember yes. very quickly what you wrote in that letter because I, I have to say I don't think you're lucky I think you uh, you made your luck by what you wrote in the letter what did well, you say in your letter
1: I wrote um, only the, the truth. I said, I'm participating to this contest because it's a good way to become a public uh, figure. So I really wrote um, the truth in, in the letter. I want to be a public figure. I want to be a good political. I want to do uh, business and I want to get known. So that was the only way for me to, to, um, to reach in that world, to be in that world um, by being in Miss Belgium. That's amazing. And, it, was, it was a shortcut, you know. <laughs> okay.
3: Well, I mean, it's not an easy shortcut. It's not one that uh, many people think of choosing. But good for you, absolutely. I, I remember when I was in—I uh, um, was living in the UK at the time—and uh, um, your aunt uh, was telling me mm-hmm. about what uh, happened, um, yeah. and it was just like. Um, of course, everybody was extremely uh, proud of you. Um, so we are going to go to a commercial uh, break now. Okay. Uh, but after the break, uh, maybe I'll ask you a couple more questions. I'm sure yep. that uh, people are very interested to hear more about what it's like to be uh, the miss for a whole country. <laughs> wow. Um when um, we'll be back we'll also talk more about uh, what you do today and the role you play today and why did you choose to um, go back to Romania and, and work okay. there when you had okay. many different choices so we'll be back in just a couple of minutes and okay. uh, don't go away um, nope. we'll have you have more to talk to you about
2: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a CEO, a board director, or an entrepreneur looking to have more control over the future of your organization? If the answer is yes, you need Tab Ignite. Our approach is unique, intelligent, and it works. Our solution is exclusively positioned to guarantee the results you seek for your business, because we make it simple for you to tap our advisors' expertise and experience and make accurate business decisions. Ask Tab Ignite to work for you at Tab at TrustedAdvisoryBoard.com and make your next decision the first of many best decisions for your company. Do you believe in the value you bring to an organization? Have you been overlooked for a promotion because you think differently than your peers? Do you know that you can and will make a difference to the business? Let TAB Advance be your personal advisory board and help you make different, better decisions about your career. Our team is customized to your successful advancement and hones in on when, why, and how you make those decisions. Build a more fulfilling career. Contact us today at Advance at trustedadvisoryboard.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Because There's More with host Laura Ellis. To connect with our program today, please send Laura an email to lellis at trustedadvisoryboard.com. Now, back to Because There's More.
3: I'm Laura Ellis, and I'm here with Anne-Marie Lier, um, who was just telling us uh, about her experience becoming Miss Belgium in 2007. Um, So, Anne, what were the biggest takeaways for you from participating and winning such a contest?
1: Well, uh, for me, it was my uh, network that I created after one year um, spending time with one of the most uh, important with one of the most important people of Belgium. So the organisator of Miss Belgium had uh, a very big network on business, um, business and also in the political world. So I could um, gather a lot of information, meet a lot of person, persons during uh, that year. I want to give you an example, Laura. Um, during my year of Miss Belgium, I had the opportunity to meet uh, the Premier of Belgium several times. I had lunch, um, I had the opportunity to speak with him to understand his point of view in the political world. Well, after um, seven years, in 2014, um, the premier of Belgium uh, came in Romania because I'm doing over here a project, and he came to sign my project. So after seven years, we meet again um, in 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 the business um, in the business, and he was so happy to see me. He said, after seven years, you're doing. Um, a, a very huge project of two billion euro and i 'm um, so happy that I can that I can sign for it so you see the people I met um, during my year as miss Belgian um, i 'm remetting uh, now in in the business in the business world yeah that 's amazing and yes. in terms of learning you know what what did you learn
3: from it what How did you grow from that experience
1: um, well, first of all, I learned to have a lot of patience. Um, I had a lot of, um, I had to have a lot of, uh, of, a lot of patience while I was Miss Belgium and, um, they learned how to speak in public. They learned how to act in public, um, how to keep my nerves under control. So for me, that year as Miss Belgium was a school. So in one year I had the education, uh, of, that other people have in 10 years yeah you understand it was a very short year but i had a lot of information i got i got a lot of information
3: yeah and let me just tell you you're doing an amazing job uh with (laughs) expressing yourself in this is a public forum as well so uh, it's obviously showing uh what you have done um very much so how did that background, uh, growing up in Belgium, and, it, and it's funny because it's almost, um, uh, you know, the Romanian part there didn't matter much because it, it was uh, you left at such a young age. But how has growing up in, in Belgium shaped the person you are
1: today? Well, um, living um, at this moment in Romania, it's uh, very obvious that there is a big difference between the education I have in Belgium and the education I have now. Um, And I'm sure if I stayed in Romania, um, I would have a totally different uh, approach. Um, When I was 24 uh, years old, I started working um, as a consultant for a state-owned company in the Belgian railway sector. So I had to take care of creating real estate around the railway station in Belgium. Real estate that brought money uh, to finance the infrastructure works um, in the station. So um, after two years um, working in the ministry, of transport of Belgium, um, the minister came with a proposal to modernize uh, the central station of um, of Bucharest, um, and uh, as they know that I. Ice- Book, um that I, that I speak Romanian. They said, maybe um, you want to be pro- a project manager for this project. It's a very huge project. It has a value of €2 billion. Euro, but I think as a g- young girl, you can make it. So um, I went to Bucharest uh, during one week um, to see how the um, government um, accepted the idea to see if they still are interested in making, um, to be a part of Europe. Um, And uh, first of all, I had to do the necessary lobby in the government to convince all the partners uh, that this project is uh, necessary and very important for the country. Um, And here I noticed uh, a very first uh, different approach in the way people do business in Belgium and the way people do business in Romania.
3: Okay. And can you tell us more about it? Uh, what, what What were the differences that you were noticing?
1: Well, um, in romania it 's very hard to convince people to get in a project on long term because one of the reason um, one of the reason is that politician people change very fast so in the last uh, three years, I worked with six different ministers. <laughs> You understand wow. so yeah. they're changing every six months. Um, I need to work with with somebody else, and that is very hard when you want to create something for uh, for the country. Um, and that also influences the way that um, they want to do a project Um, they want to realize things in short term period so um, not only the political people think that way but also business people Um, so they will always choose a short term business with direct profit and direct success because the situation uh, economically but also politically is very unstable yeah
0: Yeah,
1: that's very Very interesting.
3: And I think uh, I I now understand what made you uh, move to Romania. So you had this opportunity to go and do this project. But when you got there and you saw that things are so different, what made you still want to go back? Because... It's. I, I know. I visited, and uh, and sometimes I wonder if I could ever uh, really do business there because it's a different tempo. Mm-hmm. It's a different different rules apply. What made you stay? What made you decide to say yes, even after you've seen that it's going to be difficult?
1: Well, first of all. Um You know, the Belgian market, the Belgian business market is totally different than the Romanian business market. So I said, if um, I can, um, I I thought by myself that it would be easier for me to realize myself in Romania because I have Romanian roots. Um, And the project is such an important one. So I can create a very good, um, very good CV while doing this project. So I want to be good in what I do. I want to be, um, I want that people know me, that I can realize such a big infrastructure per, uh, project. Um, and I'm still a girl. So um for me, it's just something about my ego that I want to realize <laughs> <laughs> this project, you understand? Because it's very big and a lot of people didn't believe in it. And yeah. now um, we are starting to doing the first digging and uh, people are very um, surprised that I survived yeah. and that I, I still hang on um, and i want to do something i want to do something for the country not only for myself i want to create something i want to have uh my name on it when the when the station is finished done by made by <laughs> you understand yes i do so do you uh are you saying that this
3: project has been taking like um 7 years or um h- how long cuz it sounds like it's been going on for a long time no uh, it's
1: been going on for uh for, uh, three and a half years. So we signed, um, uh We signed now. Some, I think, some nine months ago. We signed uh, the contract, so it will take one year um, till we finish the master plan, and then we start digging. So it's going to be very fast. In one year, we will have the first changes um, in the central station of uh, of Bucharest. Sure.
3: How? What keeps you going? I mean, three years to to wait and have discussions, and then, like you said, I mean, there's a lot of um, changes in the Romanian government. They you know you agree something and then there's another person coming and uh, you have to start from the beginning what what keeps you going what kept you well, going?
1: i don't think in belgium i w- could have such a business opportunity like i have here so um i'm sure that i can uh, realize more and more and more in um in, in romania than in belgium so in belgium the market is saturated. Uh, In Romania, it isn't. So as a young woman of 30 years old, here I can make a difference. In Belgium, I cannot.
3: Okay. And what motivates you also? What do you do to keep motivated on the everyday basis so i understand generally speaking you have to stick with this not you don't have to you choose to stick with it because it will pay off but on a daily basis how do you go through all the challenges because again being romanian i know how tough it is sometimes to get through to people
1: well um first of all um the central station is not the only project i do Mm-hmm. um I also have other little businesses like a project with European fundings, so I created uh, a big platform big platform um on what i'm working on so um i have i have um, the possibility to do a lot of business um without being stressed um if Gara the north that's how the project is named um will fail yeah so I tried to create a balance uh, between the long-term project and, uh, and the short-term project. That's amazing.
3: Amazing work. Very inspiring, Anna-Marie. Um, what, um, what are the typical challenges? I know that you talked a bit about the short-term thinking, but what are the typical challenges that you come uh, across in, dealing, uh, in doing business in Romania?
1: Well, first of all... Uh, People um, in Romania are very used to make a lot of money in a short period. So um, with the economical crisis over here, they have problems. Um, and because there, there, are, there is less money on the market, Romanian businessmen uh, spend a lot of um, money. Uh, they have another lifestyle than the Western uh, people uh, and they like to show off. They like to show off. So um, it's really difficult to change um, the way they do business. They have to become business uh, people with a long-term view. Um, with my experience, uh, with my know-how, I gathered in the last few years, I tried to explain and to convince them that long-term business um, gives a lot of advantages. For example, you can make investments that give you the possibility to have an income all your life, so you can um, maintain the quality of your life. Um, it's, it's very hard, um, coming from another world. Sometimes, um, I feel like an alien here yeah. because, I, because, um, I learned how to live, uh, differently. Yeah. Um, I don't, um, uh, want to make, uh, at once 1 million Euro. Yeah. I want to make it step by step and it's very difficult to implement it, um, this idea to the to Romanian businessmen. Yeah. As yeah. you know, you know, yeah. it too, yeah. you saw
3: yes. it. I, I did, I, I have to admit. Um, I don't know if I could go back into that willingly, but um, do you have an example of what kind of conversations do you have with people to actually make them move away? Because I don't want to uh, say bad things about Romanian society but uh, there's still a view that women stay at home and men do business. So not only you are very young, not only you are from a different society uh, and uh, used with different rules, you're also a very uh, uh, young and beautiful woman. So what do you actually say to those people? How How do you change the way they make decisions? How do you influence that?
1: Well, um, first of all, being a young lady and doing business over here is very difficult because in Romania they're still used to doing business with men. Yeah. So that's a very big difference. In Belgium, doing business is very easy because they see through you. Um, they see um, the way you think. They see the the, the education you have. Um, that's the first part. Second of all. Um, the economical crisis we have now, it's very good because it makes people think um, how to make money every day. So um, the big explosion of making um, a lot of money is over, it's done. Yeah. We are now in a new century. Yeah. So I'm trying to educate people somehow to see my point of view. Yeah. Um, I work with a lot of people, I have companies with different people, and I'm trying to learn the people I work with that um, it's better to have a smaller business with not so many risks um, to have success in life, uh, to um, earn every month money and not once uh, once a year. Yeah, yeah. So. It's it's difficult because yeah. um, I'm for them I'm way too young to do this kind of business. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I understand. And so, uh, what I'm hearing is that, uh, the, the recession is really making people think twice about yes. the investments they're mm-hmm. making. They're realizing that the risks are a lot bigger today. And, uh, I heard you say this earlier that it's not the times of make money quickly are, no. are gone now. So people have to think, but I'm sure there's situations where, uh, you still can't work with people. So, um, I, I don't want to say this, but I assume you, you still have, uh, uh, No, I don't mean enemies, but people that you can't do business with because yes. that,
1: um, does this happen to you? Yes. Um, I have people who um, don't want to talk with me, only with my father. So my father is living in Belgium. And sometimes I call him and say, please come over because this guy doesn't want to treat um, with a lady. He only wants to make business with a man. Yeah, that's terrible. uh, Yeah. That's terrible, but,
3: you know, good for you. It just shows what a fighter you are to to keep doing that because you have many options. I mean, as a European citizen, you you can certainly uh, move to any other country. So we're going to go to another commercial break and we'll be back with Anna-Marie. I hope our listeners don't go away because we have some more interesting things to say. Talk to you soon.
2: The boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you believe in the value you bring to an organization? Have you been overlooked for a promotion because you think differently than your peers? Do you know that you can and will make a difference to the business? Let Tab Advance be your personal advisory board and help you make different, better decisions about your career. Our team is customized to your successful advancement and hones in on when, why, and how you make those decisions build a more fulfilling career contact us today at advance at trustedadvisoryboard.com are you a ceo a board director or an entrepreneur looking to have more control over the future of your organization if the answer is yes you need tab ignite our approach is unique intelligent and it works our solution is exclusively positioned to guarantee the results you seek for your business because we make it simple for you to tap our advisors' expertise and experience and make accurate business decisions. Ask Tab Ignite to work for you at at Board.com and make your next decision the first of many best decisions for your company. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. are tuned into Because There's More with host Laura Ellis. To connect with our program today, please send Laura an email to llis at trustedadvisoryboard.com. Now, back to Because There's More.
3: Hi, I'm Laura Ellis and I'm here with Anne-Marie Iliere. And just before the break, we're talking about her experience in doing business in Romania and how different uh, the mentality and the approach is there compared to the country where she grew up, uh, Belgium, even though she was born in Romania. Um, so, Anne, I know that you're a true um, international person at heart. You do huh? business with uh, different countries and Uh, Is there anything? Do you have anything else going on in parallel with uh, the business you do in Romania to keep yourself balanced and?
1: Well, um, first of all, uh, we are trying to extend our railway business um, to a different continent.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, we're trying to do some business in Africa because um, in Africa, we have a lot of business, business opportunities, so they don't have in every, con- in every state, they don't have um, railway infrastructure. Okay. So um, now one of my partners is in Africa, and he's trying to see um, what kind of um, infrastructure they need over there, so indeed, um, I think it's time um, to see uh, to to see um, where we can um, extend, and Africa is uh, is is a possibility for me.
3: Yeah. So when you talk about partnerships, uh, do you uh, uh you you refer to we. Are those people from Belgium or are they the same partners all the time or are they no. different? How do you choose your partners?
1: Well, um <laughs> very easy. I'm doing a lot of I'm doing a I'm doing a lot of uh different um kind of businesses. So also with European fundings, with the Project Gara de Nord, with Africa and I choose my partner. Um first of all I choose um um, uh, men, because I work with men in Romania. Because there are uh, way too, too um. There are not a lot of business women in Romania. We have businessmen, and I choose people for their experiences, because a lot of um, a lot of um, a lot of uh, people um, don't have the right experience. So in Romania, I cannot work with young people. Only with old uh, older experiencer um, men. Yeah. So this is how they. Uh, this is how I, I I find them. So I look at their experience. I look at um, their mentality. I look at the way they think if they're open minded or not. Because going traveling to Africa, you have to be very open minded. And do you have to see business in a country that is um where we have a lot of dust? If I can yeah. say so. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: And so. Go
3: ahead,
1: go ahead so it's not that easy in finding the right uh, partner so i had um, I had a partnership that failed yeah. uh, because uh, the person was not the right person for me or um, he c- wanted to control me. Um, that's why I am trying to um, to analyze very, very carefully before I enter in a partnership yeah. with a Romanian guy, yeah
0: yeah.
3: How about uh, other partners from uh, Belgium do you also find partners in in other yes, countries yes
1: yeah? yes yes i have about uh, i have a partner in, in switzerland and yeah. i also have one in belgium yeah. so i'm doing really international business
3: yeah and are the criteria for choosing a partner in romania um different or do you look for different yes. things yes. Yeah. so yes. tell me yes. more about that
1: well um in Romania, I'm look for I'm I'm looking for the experience they have, and it's always uh, it's always gonna be a person who is much older than I am. And Belgium is different because um, when you finish high school, when you finish uh, university in Belgium, you have a totally other um, background and baggage when you go into a business. So in Romania. Uh, people have experience that they um, get over the years. In Belgium, having a very good education, you have experience somehow when you leave uh, the university. So that's different. So in Romania, I do only partnership with older people. And in uh, and in Belgium, I do only business with, I, uh, most of the time, I choose younger people because we are open-minded, the same.
3: Yeah yeah it's very it's very interesting and um again you said that you had um uh, failed uh, partnerships and and we know that uh, um reviewing your mistakes and learning from mistakes is a very uh, good way to to grow um what would you say have been your learnings from those uh, failed partnerships what have you learned
1: well uh first of all Um, in Romania it was very easy don't trust all the people uh, because they come from a communist country and they want to get rich very well so um, a lot of people try to use me uh, to have um, to have um, to have um, a very good business Um, and now I'm very carefully doing business in Romania with the different persons. So I, I, I judge people. I look at their history. I look at the other business, businesses they have done. So, um, yeah, um, you know, my, by making mistakes, um, you get a lot of experience. And uh, now I'm, I, I know exactly what I want. And I know exactly with who I want to work with. Yeah. Yeah, so it yeah. changes. Of it's when of you fail, it's experience. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Good good for you. It's a it's the right way to look uh, at it and it's uh, it's also very important and this is what I tell my cl- customers that um it's important to look at the times you fail as well as the time uh when you succeed because very uh rarely organizations that I work with um analyze or uh look back to see how they succeeded. There's a lot to be learned from how we succeed, just as much as it is to learn from how we fail. Um, It reminds me that about Two years ago, um, you and I talked about uh, introducing Tab to uh, one of the political party, the the party in opposition, then to support their uh, their political campaign and come into power. Uh, What was your thinking then? What, why did you believe that Tab would be a good fit in a country that is a lot behind uh, in their thinking and mentality?
1: Um, Well, I think that TAP, um, I thought and I still think that TAP can do a very good job at supporting political uh, parties and people here in Romania. Because I saw that political parties, after um, they don't win, um, I saw that political parties often don't win the election because because of their approach. Um, They don't have the skill to convince the people to vote for them. Uh, sometimes um, they're way too aggressive, sometimes they're not able to express what they really want uh, to change Romania. So I saw uh, for tap a very good opportunity um, to support the political people, um, to help them communicate um, with the people who have to vote them. Um, and. I think um tap is uh is, is the good um concept to um uh to make them win the campaign because they don't have the knowledge how to communicate. They don't have the knowledge how to um how to convince people to vote for them. Yeah. Um they don't know how to um express themselves mm-hmm. and all these things um um uh, make you um, win or not win the election. So that's why I'm sure of it that we uh, can make uh, something very, very, very good with our Tab
0: over here.
3: Yeah, yeah I know that there 's a lot happening in your background. I already said earlier that yes already, yes yes, yeah, yes. you 're in a public place because yes. that's as far as you can go uh, to make to the show, so I appreciate uh, you making it uh, full stop um, I know that we failed to uh, two years ago and and uh, we couldn 't really have this collaboration. Did you see have you seen any changes and I'm asking more for uh you know for our listeners who also are interested in opening business or or doing business in Eastern Europe have you seen any changes in the in the last 2 years that would make you think that both for tab and other businesses it's uh, things are different
1: well, um, first of all, I don't know if you saw what's going on on the Romanian television, a lot of political being uh, executed. A lot of um, political people are in jail at this moment in Romania because um, there is a lot of corruption. And uh, they're trying to change um, the political way or of the country. Uh, so I think that somehow... Um, it will change um, the way uh, also other Western countries see um, Romania. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it's a good job that they're cleaning out the political class. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Because people like me, and, and who is who um, are really trying to make a difference in Romania, are really trying to make a very important project, um, they don't have the chance. Political class or wants to take everything and it's a
3: typical um you know behavior of people who have come in power after not uh having much i mean the communism regime affected us all um it, it's almost it's scary when you uh, when i was back in romania in december and i was watching on the television it's like at least two three political uh people um, get get arrested on a daily, on a daily basis um so so Given that you solve other people's problems, uh, what are some of the key takeaways that you would uh, like to leave for our listeners to help them make better better decisions, better choices?
1: Well, I'm going to give you three things that are very important for me. First of all, you have to keep in mind the long-term perspective. So if you want um, uh, to create a business with a monthly annual profit, um, that's guarantee. Uh, that guarantee that you can maintain a quality of life for a long term. So, don't do short time businesses because it will never give you the op- uh, it will never give you the guarantee um, you will have a stable life. So, my businesses are businesses that um, every month I gain a little bit of money. Uh, Second of all, um, if you have the know-how to do business, to negotiate, to close in a transaction, it does not guarantee that you will succeed because a negotiation, a transaction can fail at the end because people don't interact. That's so important and that's why um, I recommend people to use us, TAP, to give a transaction Um, um, the right um, interaction with the human, with with, with your partners. And third of all, uh, when you do business in different countries like I do, it's extremely important to study their culture, their habits, because otherwise you will not understand why they react somehow, why they um, talk that way. So for me, the habits, the culture are very important. That's what I studied also before I came to Romania.
0: Yeah.
3: That that's that's amazing insight. I mean, it, it happens. there's a lot of. Uh, I live in Canada today, as you know, yes. and uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, U.S. businesses or European businesses who are very successful in their countries of origin, but they're not so successful here. I just uh, we just uh, watched uh, Target, which is a, um, a very wide big retailer in the U.S., doing great business, um, having to close business here because. I- I think they completely misread uh the Canadian market that they uh, whoever uh decided uh how to approach the market made a huge mistake in uh in their read if there was any read um uh, the, the business failed. I mean, it, it's it's hard to believe that it did, but it did. So that is so insightful. Every single uh, point that you made. So we are now at uh, uh, the end of our show, um, and I just want to thank you, Anna Marie. You've been an amazing guest,
1: and thank you, you very much. It was my-, my pleasure being there, and I hope we speak soon because we- I still have a lot to, to say. <laughs>
3: yes, absolutely. We'll have more and more episodes. I just want to say that. You are making my point of why it is important to have an advisory board made up by different people with different backgrounds, with different ages, with different cultures. Um, it's an amazing, uh, it's been amazing having you on the show. So interesting. I'm going yeah you I'm going to recommend you to many people and I hope our <laughs> listeners enjoy the show and we will be back in a week's time when we will have one of more seasoned uh experienced advisors Randy Levitt uh, He's a former uh, vice president of finance uh, for Ontario Power Generation a, a public health organization and until then have a great week uh, we will find you you and the others on um on the Business Channel next Monday at 9 a.m. If you have any questions, email me at lellis at trustedadvisoryboard.com. Have a great week.
2: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Because There's More. Join Laura Ellis again next Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to tune in Because there's more.